Welcome to WFUV's What's What. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Emma Murphy. And I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And here are today's headlines. Flooding and extreme weather is a significant problem in New York. That's why the state Senate passed a bill that will help prevent flooding from damaging local communities. The bill will establish an Office of Flood Prevention and a czar to run it. The czar will tackle aspects of climate change related to flood risks. The bill now heads to the state assembly, and if passed, will head to Governor Hochul's desk for her signature. Mayor Adams is updating New Yorkers on the current migrant situation involving the right to shelter law. WFUV's Megan Smith has the story. Mayor Eric Adams says the continuous influx of migrants to New York City is overwhelming its resources. The mayor has been a vocal opponent of the city's right to shelter law that mandates the city to provide shelter to anyone who requests it. Adams says this isn't sustainable given the current migrant situation. We shouldn't build another shelter system. If we would have stated of, you know, you can stay here as long as you want, with taxpayers going to pay for your food, your clothing, of your lifestyle for as long as you want, that is just not economically realistic and is unfair to taxpayers, it's unfair to migrants and asylum seekers. For now, Mayor Adams says the city will continue its homeless outreach program to keep evaluating the needs of the city's unhoused people. I'm Megan Smith, WFUV News. Semiconductors are used in every facet of modern life, including cell phones, laptops, TVs, cars, and more. That's why New York State is getting federal funds for production of computer chips. That's right, Ben. The Biden administration is allocating $1.5 billion to the computer chip company Global Foundries. This is being done to give the U.S. a leg up on other countries in producing semiconductors. Until recently, China was the main producer of semiconductor chips. Because of a recent frosty political relationship between the two countries, the federal government is now looking to reduce reliance on other nations and boost U.S. production. A beloved mural of rapper Notorious B.I.G. is making a reappearance after being covered up. The problem is, when Emerald Dispensary purchased the building, they thought they had to get rid of the mural to stay in compliance with the city ordinance. But Brooklyn residents weren't happy about the mural's removal. There was hate on social media, and the dispensary even received death threats. Because of public outrage, the city decided to make an exception. The mural can stay. The Museum of Jewish Heritage hosted the community reading of Elie Wiesel's Night to honor victims of Nazi persecution. WFUV's Avery Loftus takes us to the event. On Holocaust Remembrance Day, communities gather worldwide to remember the atrocities that happened during World War II. The U.S. recognizes this day on January 27th. The Museum of Jewish Heritage commemorated Holocaust Remembrance Day with a reading of Night by Elie Wiesel. It's the first time in seven years that the novel has been read at the museum. Chairman of the Museum of Jewish Heritage, Bruce Ratner, spoke about the overall meaning of Elie Wiesel's Night to the community. But it is about someone's life and the horribleness of the Holocaust and going through the Holocaust but still has a hope to it, a hope for a better future. That was Bruce Ratner. He's the chairman of the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Knight follows a teenage Wiesel facing the horrors of Auschwitz, the largest Nazi concentration camp. The first reader was Eleanor Risa. 
She's an actress, singer, and author. Risa read a section from Night when Wiesel's mentor, Moisha, escapes from German soldiers. Moisha tells his community of what he witnessed. Moisha was not the same. The joy in his eyes was gone. He no longer sang. He no longer mentioned either God or Kabbalah. He spoke only of what he had seen. But people not only refused to believe his tales, they refused to listen. Other readers included singers, teachers, religious leaders, and actors. Risa expressed the importance of not only remembrance, but active listening and action. Remembering is important, but connecting the dots to who we are today and where we are today and our dreams and hopes and fears for tomorrow, I think just remembering the past is not enough. And I hope that whatever this day of remembrance means equals action and thoughtfulness of some kind. Some attendees said that people can pass on this testimony to future generations. Abe Seaman is a child of two Holocaust survivors. He says future generations will be in need of stories like the one of his parents. The way I look at it is in another 10 years, five years, certainly 10, there will be nobody who lived through the Holocaust still alive. So it's up to the children of the Holocaust and the grandchildren to remember what happened. By reading this novel aloud, the community carries out Elie Wiesel's legacy of fighting indifference through remembrance. I'm Avery Loftus, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Avery Loftus at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. And that's our show for today. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Emma Murphy. Check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.